podcast. This is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gaze Hobby. Hello, Z's. We just recorded an episode about addiction. All right, here's our thing. We're a little bit too soon a lot of the time. Um, We've never not been too soon. We just always err on the side of way too soon. Of soonliness. <laughs> um, we are before it even fucking happened. That's how soon we are. Anyway, long story short, we did an episode with uh, about addiction with uh, somebody who was like very recently sober. And we did the full episode, but like, you know, an hour and 15 minutes. It was so, it was like an episode episode and it was so heavy in like a triggering way. (laughs) Heavy in a weight sense. Right. Well, like in a way, in like a, like a, everyone wanted to relapse afterwards and that we, that we felt. We should do on air while we record a new episode. So let's get high. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I mean, to be completely honest. Yes, I. (sighs) Wow. Honestly, Ron. Remember the Jersey Shore? I I had a cleansing from that episode, but also we can't release that episode because it was so intense. No, no, no. We were listening to somebody who was like white knuckling. No, 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 we couldn't. It was yeah. like too triggering and sobriety. it was too real for someone's brand new newborn baby sobriety yeah, totally. to be that bashed around. It was like not intentionally, but like, no, 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 no. Ho- homies, don't play that. You talked about bashing around a baby like Michelle Wolf talked about knocking around the fetus you want to abort. Michelle Wolf, first of all, the more I watch that set, the more I'm so impressed with her. She bombed in that room. They turned on her in minute two. If they that. turned on her the moment that she said that Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is the only pussy you can't grab in America. That's the moment that I determined isn't that, that the best? They, were no longer they turned with her. on her. All that media, all those free speeches, immediately the second she said a thing, which they covered, which they covered, which they wouldn't stop covering. Remember when it was like weeks of that? Remember the pussy grabs? It was a meme. It was like a whole fucking thing. We couldn't get away from it. We no have matter those hideous what. knit hats because of it. I mean, if I never see pink on a hat ever again, it'll be hashtag me too too soon. It is my signature winter hat color. <laughs> Why do you for think I said it? <laughs> a decade, at least a decade. Listen, can I please just say a thing to be a cunt ever, please? It doesn't mean that I'm off? original. It's like a very like Devil Wears Prada cerulean blue sort of thing. I like bought it at Urban Outfitters like a ten or twelve years ago. But I've always had a bright pink hat and now I can't wear it no, because you can't. I look like a feminist, and I am, but I'm not. You can't look it. Listen. Exactly. Listen, I'm a feminist, obviously, but the day I look like a feminist, please mercy kill me. Wait, before anybody gets bent out of shape, I live and die by that. Uh, And I promise to help you die by that (laughs) if need be. (laughs) You're a a friend. (laughs) I am. Um, It's annoying that you have, like, uh, to deal with people constantly wondering whether or not your hair is a statement. Thank you for saying constantly um, (laughs) and wondering in people. (laughs) About me. (laughs) Um, My candy floss pink fairy elfin feature hair from the depths of the sea, which I'm still feeling so hard. Matches um, your skin tone. Matches my pink angel skin. Yep. And um, it is my, it's not a kind of pussy hat, but a it whole is. A pussy head. It is a pussy head. Thank <laughs> you. It's because I want to show people I'm a huge dyke. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Mission accomplished, I say. You had me at you're a woman. <laughs> I just um, assume you all wow, are. Wow. Sick woman burn. But just also kidding. I mean that. And I mean it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Michelle Wolf did something that I thought was like um, radical is that she uh just showed everybody exactly where we all are so like all the people that are like so outraged at her vulgarity all of the people who are like she didn't make any jokes and all of the people who were like she didn't not make jokes that's what they're offended about she didn't she didn't ted talk she didn't speech it up there was no filler it was joke 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 and they didn't they turned on her right away i think they thought she was gonna give them like a shoulder rub like 
she was like, also she just put on HBO special. Did nobody watch it? She was gonna be that chick saying that in that voice. I did not watch the HBO special. It was quite good. Is she really vulgar? That's she the word was. That I've seen she has a around. whole. She has a whole bit in it that I can't recall correctly, but like it's towards the end, like middle end, and it's like all this um, feminism shit, and it's really good. It was like that's like the crown jewel of her set. It's like it's good. The the I I I think when people put out hours, it's really hard to have one that's not that's just like all hits. You know, there's like it's an hour, so there's a lot of shit in it, but like some of them are great. Hers was really good, and it had this really good feminism stuff in it. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, her, like, set was, like, so much harsher toward, like, men's appearances. And right before she gears up and goes into her section about Kellyanne and Ivanka and, um, what's her name? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Like, she, like, says something what about herself having small What a power it is over tits. other people to make people say all three of your names, by the way. Isn't that, like, a, such a s- power? I guess. I mean, it's like it's something that I always associated with, like the liberal kids whose moms were like hippies and my mom didn't get along with like the kid who's the kids whose moms kept their last name and gave their kids both names. Okay. you know, but then like when I got one of those, too, and it was hyphenated. So you had to say the whole thing. You couldn't skip. But in Mexico, it's like a thing, too. So it's like also cultural for some people. It is extreme. I mean, two names. Who needs them, right? I mean, like, I'm, like, happy with Tommy O'Malley. There's a bunch of us, but I'm the fucking coolest. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, there's probably not a lot of Karen Margolises, right? Um, There's a f- couple. There's a few. There must be a bunch of Michelle Wolfs. 100% She is. You know what? Her set was, number one, it was balls to the wall. She was in such a weird spot, right? Because this is such a, like, it's a Trump it's a Trump correspondent dinner. She did it so in she, Trump vocabulary. She had she did it in Trump vocab. She Which had to crazy. go super hard. If she didn't go hard, sh- her this would have been such a like sad slump of her career after this. You know what I mean? Like she had to go hard or not do it. You know who I bet likes Michelle Wolf a lot. Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> you think? I bet you he, he watched that. He tweeted about it. He tweeted it was boring. No, how, th- so if the president tweets about your set, it wasn't boring by default. If the president feels like he can't come at you, it's because he doesn't want to. Interesting. He doesn't want to go at her. Boring is like nobody's going to remember what he said. Oh, listen. Oh, that's I, his I way of like telling people to lay different. off. You know what? No, I think that him saying boring is his way of telling his followers to lay off. Wow. It's not like that's attack. Original. It's not. It's not attack. That because like if he wanted his followers to attack, he he knows exactly what he would have to say and do. So just saying boring, it's like letting it be for now. He's waiting. He's seeing. It's I like think a dismissal. It's like it's like when you say like like you can't fire me, I quit. Well, I think he now sees her as somebody who definitely has power. That's for one, that's one thing. I don't think he like feels threatened necessarily. Uh, or but maybe he does. I don't know the guy's psychology. Whatever. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like this is what his psychology is because. We never did that with any other. You know what's ironic? The media, the media, who's like free speech, free speech, free speech. They turn on her right away when they she said something they didn't like. They were not free speechy at that dinner. And Donald Trump, who everyone gets on for attacking speech or whatever, which I don't think he does, um, doesn't give a shit what you say because she wasn't coming after him and she's not a politician. He attacks the free press, but he's also turned the free press into something very tabloid. Like the like mainstream, the MSM is just like also tabloid. And that was the, it, that was the thing about her set that it. was worth something for real. Like, yeah, you can say whatever about like the Trump family and all that stuff. That's fine. But like it was a media event. And the shit she said to the media about the media on the media <laughs> was so fucking legendary and like iconic right away. Flint still doesn't have clean water. And she called them. She was like, you love him. You love him. And the truth is, that's why they turned on her, too. Not out of love for Trump out of love for themselves. Because there was the, a here guy. Here's their cash cow and they're like, ooh. Right after she makes the comments about like some news show that sounds like you're like like the NBC Friday night like melodrama or whatever and she's like everyone like someone left on a crock pot, crock pot and everyone died. Mm-hmm. Remember that joke? Yeah. Right after that joke I think it's at about 16 minutes in. The camera pans to this guy 
telling this woman who's sitting next to him laughing to stop laughing. Yeah, I put it on my Insta story. Yeah, but like I saw. that really happened, and you saw that, and it was like, oh yeah, this is like that people are their loyalties being tested because like although Trump may like Michelle Wolf, which I suspect he does, and my suspicions about him are honestly usually pretty right about things like this, like about North Korea. I knew it took a bully to communicate with a bully. Obviously. I could it's like still too early to tell. He even says that, but like I like I just like this guy like really is so fucking calculating. So even though I think that he probably sees Michelle Wolf as prob is uh somebody who has currency and he values currency in all forms. Obf. Uh and she also like talked about his money, which was like fucking bold. And she did it and like I loved the way she, she did got it to the trigger. audience. I love the way she got the audience to like call and respond with her. Especially because they were stonewalling her with laughs. Like they eventually were, they were, they were intentionally, they were withholding. It wasn't that she was bombing because she had a bad set. She was bombing because they decided to make it a bomb. Yeah. I, I think that and she kept going strong because she knew she was talking to like everyone else of something that Kurt, Kurt Metzger said once, uh, or maybe you said, and Kurt relayed to me, was like that basically like don't he didn't say don't trust, but like like he called my attention to people who make the decision to laugh. Yeah. Um, and like the way I I, I said it. that he relayed. He relayed that is yeah. it. Actually, I remembered that now because I remember Crowning he said jewel of my mind, and I remember him saying like don't trust people who d- who make a decision to laugh like you because you can't trust the intention. Because if somebody makes a decision to laugh, that uh, that's an agenda that's that I don't trust. Where propaganda becomes, I don't art, trust any agenda. Allegedly, art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, you can't. And like, our agenda is like always to be like really uh, honest. But that's in our an responses. agenda of doing less instead of building up a whole thing that's false. Does but that I think make it's sense? limiting because like why here's our agenda of being honest is limiting. In what way? In the way of limiting Not lies? limiting. Well, limiting is the wrong, long, r- wrong word. Uh, it's limiting in certain... Yeah, it is certainly limiting in like the channels we can work within. Like well, some people can be much more commercial. I just bash myself in the face with the mic. Like some people can be like... Can, can do like cleaner shit than we can do. But our goal is not to be dirty or clean. We're neutral. We're... We just want the truth. The truth is dirty. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by clean. I don't mean clean even like like vulgar i mean like or like sexual i mean like in every sense like we like like i i we are not people that have like a demonstrated record of respecting authority that has disrespected us yeah and plus i i really struggle to work clean i'm not really talking about this podcast because i think this is in a loose can anyway i i struggle on stage to write a joke that's not super dirty my set is super dirty now i don't mean it it's not meant to shock or provoke it's just what i find funny and what i find funny is like the messy shit of like life and relationships and fucking and just like all this weird shit and it's just dirty like life is dirty and that's what i'm talking about but that's what like most people that i know are talking about and in the terms that most people I know are talking about, but we live in New York and like among a lot of like single and like open, I mean, open in like the relationship sense, like people who are doing like a lot of fucking and like, you know, like you go on grinder here and like guys are super fucking close to you. And so like it's like hypersexualized, whereas like in other parts of the world and other parts of the country, like the nearest guy is like 10 miles away, 15, 20 miles away. So like, you know, like we can just like be different in new york because everything that we want to do is like right here in some ways new york is dirty new york is a dirty city not just with because it's dirt but new york is dirty because it's a it's it's real life and real life is grimy and so that's what i like the more i'm in new york like i really like have watched the Freedom Tower go up in the time that I've been here. Me it was too. Not Isn't that here. wild? Me, ne- I know. It was the craziest thing. I used to work right down there, and I would see it every single day. It went up in, I'm telling you, no time. Remember that? Well, it's literally been my entire time here. I moved here seven years ago this week uh, to New York, and it was like just like had just started when I moved here, and I saw the whole thing go up. And I really liked that building a whole lot. And... I like the like defiance of it. I like that it's like 
really phallic. Um, I like that I can see myself in it. The um. best part of every building, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the building is my own reflection in it. Have you been to the top yet? <laughs> no, Will I haven't been go? at all. Sure. But it just, you know, I haven't done a lot of stuff in New York that's quintessential New York because I live here so my life is New York. And I, f I get the, the New York experience by existing, but no, I haven't been. I want to go to the museum, though. That's like a New York-y thing I do want to really do. I'm very, like, I'm. it's very triggering. Well, I went to it. I went with my eight-month pregnant sister-in-law and my brother, um, like maybe uh, four years ago. Did it inspire almost. her to name her baby 9-11-y? Um, no, not intentionally, but the name could be interpreted that way. What was it? Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about my niece. Okay, no, 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 of course. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't name your family on this show. Yeah. That would be wild. I just assume that her name is... First name nine, middle name eleven, last name O'Malley. <laughs> um, it's never and middle name <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, hashtag so good. I used to have this joke that maybe I can bring back. It's probably amazing, but it just like never really <laughs> worked properly. But it was about how, <laughs> how you know, like if you go there now, it's like they made it like super. It's like a, it's like a business, like. It was always a business, but now it's like the business of 9-11. Like, there was a gift shop, and my friend had a cheese plate from there that they stopped making, but it was in the shape of the United States with, like, a star where the planes hit and, uh, like, a cheese knife to go with it. And I was like, like, they really PR'd the shit out of it, and that's how you know 9-11 was done by the Jews. hundred uh, <laughs> percent like I ever had a uh, question. Can you imagine that that joke didn't go over well <laughs> in like New York audiences? <laughs> it's like Michelle Wolf telling a room full... Of media people, that the media loves the person that they're performing hatred for. That the media for. lies, and it's not, and they're but like, they well, lie. but we don't lie the fact, and it's like, that's true. You lie your bias. You're, you you lie your agenda. That's that's worse. Okay, You're as this is all and happening by the way, concurrent. Can I just say, for someone who was talking about something so fucking dirty, like politics, it's crazy she didn't have a dirty set. Um, She just used the F word a lot and talked about her pussy. To uh, be expected. And talked about the president. No, it was pretty dirty. She talked about sex a lot. She talked about the president not satisfying women. Um, I guess I haven't seen past correspondent dinner comedians to know if this was especially dirty or not. Because I didn't think it was that dirty. I just really liked that she was defiant. Mm -hmm. There were parts that fell flat, like, that just weren't that funny to me. Mm -hmm. And... Her defiance in the face of that audience and the the them overrode all of and that them forcing for that bomb was so epic. That is so like what she did was fucking hard. Well, what she did was that she didn't give a fuck that everyone else around her was lying. Mm hmm. And she insisted on just being like, I'm going to not lie right now. Well, also, like, I get and also, like, I get that people are just doing their jobs and et cetera, et cetera. And like the Sarah Sanders thing, people are like, she lies. I, yes, but that's her job. Her job is to get out there and say the things that she's supposed to say for the administration. She's not personally lying. But also, like, that argument's been made. Like, at, like to go after, to, to skip that. This was my original problem with it that now I really like about it. To, like, skip all that part and be like, no, those are still lies. Lies. Was balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, like, was, like, trying, like, a good friend of mine was, like, critiquing the, like, construction of the jokes. And I was like, I don't know, it's just funny. No, her jokes were also impeccably constructed. Like, she's a good joke writer. I don't always love her material, but she's a really, like, technically great joke writer. Well, the same friend referred to a playwright as essentially a technician <laughs> a separate separate person it's not person. a nice thing to say it's about not a nice people no 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 it's not so nice um but it's often true it's often true people can like really have craft and can really know form because it's been analyzed so much but like you know that's why queer shit's good because like people reinvent and uh you know michelle wolf didn't reinvent a form but what she did is to a classic form just sort of like a roast joke 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 uh she brought a new level of honesty in a very dishonest era and in a very dishonest a transparently place dishonest to era. people who are dishonest 
she fucking whose job is literally to be dishonest. And it doesn't matter. My uh, my thing with her was like that was just so lefty. That was such a lefty speech. But but whenever you watch it, I don't think that's true. I think that she went balls to the wall, and that's it's even more than the content, which I think is good. Is what was like iconic about that set. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that like you can't really. I you you think about it. I'm sure when you're like going to be on the White House Correspondents Dinner and like, I d- I don't remember who did it last year. I think somebody I don't remember. Well, I, it doesn't Colbert. matter. Colbert. No. Who did it last year? Colbert's the last one that I really remember because but you know Colbert what? did the same thing. Yeah. Where he was in a room with George W. Bush. And you know what? She fucking knew. Michelle knew. That no one, like, for this to be a success, people have to talk. People have to be able to remember who did the correspondence dinner this year. The side And they will fucking remember. Because I remember, I don't remember, I remember Colbert and he wasn't a year ago. But he's the only other name that stands out to me. Because Colbert had probably the most coverage because he was very bold. Colbert, whatever, for whatever you can say about him. He took a hit for it. Oh, you know why? Because he hosts, like, a very mainstream show, and he can't be like that. But she, it's what she said in the middle of her set. She goes, the Me Too movement, which is probably why I'm here because of that, her special, her HBO special, like, really, like, leveled up her career, and it had this, like, really, um, really funny Me Too shit in it, or whatever, feminism shit, right? And, um, she wasn't super me too about the whole thing it wasn't like men are she didn't say that men as a class of people suck and she also didn't go after appearances which would have been the easiest jokes to make she went after appearances it would have written the white house correspondence dinner repeatedly she went after Chris Christie. She called him a barrel. She said it's like shooting fish in a Chris Christie, That's saying true. that he's a barrel. Um, she said that uh, Mitch McConnell was having his neck <laughs> circumcised because uh. he has that skin that just flops there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she said that uh, of the other women, she talked about a smoky eye. Sarah Sanders. I don't think that's being that's saying anything about someone's appearance. She made the softball coach reference. That's a right. That's a dyke reference. That's a that's a specific type of dyke. That's a that's a like jock dyke, a mm. like butch dyke. You know, she's calling her husky. She's like commenting on something. Do yeah. you think? Do you think that's like a body comment? Yeah. You know what? I guess it has to be because you're using it because you're knowing that it's gonna evo- evo- like using that word for her evokes something specific. So anyway, so there's that. Um, all right, all right. You're right. You're right. She did. All right. So there was that, and then uh, I don't know. And it also was me too. But you know what? It doesn't matter. We're talking about it now, and that means she did her job. That's that was the job. The job well, was like I say something that's not nothing, and have people remember you said it. You know, this is where I'm at with just like everything, though. It's like I'm ready to like just like not care about Michelle Wolf again. <laughs> like I'm like so into her right now. No, and, then and I'm that's like the media's fault. They yeah. cycle through shit like in like in a day. No, no, no. And that's not about Michelle Wolf. But like that is just like about too many. I know. It's items. like as soon as the conversation has started and peaked, it's I'm done with it. I know. Totally. I want to squeeze all the Michelle Wolf we can out of this moment. <laughs> well, I'm really glad to be saying her name. I think she's really great. I think she's like probably got a big career ahead of her. Yeah. Um, I think back to that thing that David Lutkin, friend of the show, episode 39 of Unhirable, Woody says. I would even say beloved friend of the show. Uh, amazing guy, really, truly. Uh, he said that when his parents met Donald Trump while he was on tour with Trump's then wife, Marla Maples, uh, what, what <laughs> Donald, Maples. <laughs> mother of Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany Maples, <laughs> Tiffany Maples, <laughs> Tiffany Maples, Trump, <laughs> Ew, that sounds like a porn star doing something gross to Donald Trump. Can Tiffany someone Maples please, Trump. who's not me, cause I don't have the fortitude going to porn and name yourself Tiffany Maples Trump, <laughs> just make the one thing different so that it's not a copyright. It's my drag name. And by drag name, I mean, I'm naked and guys just come in one after another and rail me. So and it's, it's drag in the way that it's name. porn. <laughs> <laughs> and by porn, I mean what's happening right now. Oh, <laughs> Karen's a good sport. Why is your life so hot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen just like waves and nods as they come in and out. And I go, mm. 
just like Marla Maples. Just kidding, allegedly. What Donald Trump told friend of the show David Lutkin, who really likes Marla Maples, so what I just said is disrespectful to his friend, uh, that all David needed to be a big star, big star, is one good scandal. All he needs is one big scandal. That reminds me of how we can get this show to blow up. <laughs> Yo, what do we, we fucking do? We need a big scand. Okay, so I really responded to the fact that um, nothing really matters. Like, that's what I got from nothing that used to matter matters anymore. I don't think is it like nothing like the like abortion shit, uh, the the like women shit, rape shit. Like everyone just is get moving toward this place of acceptance of everything that's bad. Is it acceptance or is it fatigue? Because all of these issues keep popping up and not just popping up, but screaming, screaming. And then we get tired of that. And then the next thing. And by the time it's the next and the next thing, we're like enough screaming. Oh, my God. I don't even care what the next issue is. It's too much screaming. Okay. So Daddy Doug. Uh Real best friend of the show. Daddy of the show, yeah. Daddy of the show, Doug. Episode a few ago. Uh, he emailed us last week. He listened to the episode that we did. Uh, and this week, we, it wasn't going to be just another solo episode, but it's a solo episode because whatever. We had to re-record. Uh, yeah, we, we had a triggering fucking episode. Wow, so. what if I... You know, and this is what I mean. Sometimes it's like too soon, too soon. and like Too much, too soon. It was too much. It was too much. It was too soon. Um... But Doug, friend of the show, uh, said that uh, there was this thing called restorative justice. Mm. And it's where both parties, the basically the perpetrator and the victim, come together and uh, collaborate with a, sup co a community support system. They mediate. Um, Drop a hot track to drop a hot track mm. yeah i don't know that's racist sweet I, don't collab. No. I, I felt so uncomfortable saying really that. that was a music thing that had nothing to do with race i know but i would never say that drop a hot track i don't know oh see it's racist that even thought i went to race i was wow, like oh, that's not you are a brutal fucking racist it's horrible <laughs> i can't i'm from boston what do you want me to tell you no tell us about it no listen i love uh doug friend of the show so what did Shit, doug say he's white um it's just like about divorcing this idea of punishment from the criminal justice system for things like violence that are ultimately not the issue of the state. So this is maybe like libertarian. This is maybe like anarchist, depending on it like appeals to like those type of sympathies. But so are you like extrapolating that to everything and saying like maybe we shouldn't be so punishing like. Maybe our goal for interacting shouldn't be punishment. I don't know. I mean, like, somebody that murders somebody else, like, that should be, like, dealt with in court. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, But, like, that our is political system is not corrective. It's, it's, or rehabilit or whatever. Punitive. It's pu pu punitive. Punitive? Yeah. Punitive. I mean, it's punitive. It's, like, to punish people. It's punitive. Um, the whole point is to punish people forever. The point is to punish people forever. Get them out of people's sight. We don't want we we throw people away and we do that. Not like the prisons came out of us. People are, like so horrified from the prisons. Yeah, that's our our society gave rise to those specific prisons, and they're still here. We're aware of the problem of like private prisons and all that. We don't and and over incarceration. We do nothing. So that's because we're like that. Um. As a peep, as a nation, we're like that. We're very punishing. We believe in throwing people away because I think it justifies how narcissistic Americans are and how individualistic. Like we have this like American dream: make it on your own. You're a cowboy. You do what you want. Nobody helps you. So when people fuck up, we're like, "Fuck you forever. This is your fault. You did it to yourself. Nothing brings you back from this." And more shit for me because it's ruthless. If we were a society that like gave rise to like like you know, maybe universal basic income or universal health care, something like that, I think we would also naturally have a more corrective prison system, you know, justice system that focused on, like, eventually these people are going to be back among us and maybe we can make, maybe we can help somebody. Um, and that's really what I think people 
I mean, I think you can read about this in friend of the best friend of the show, Sarah Shulman's book, Conflict is Not Abuse. Beloved best friend of the show. It is literally about people just making like eyeball to eyeball contact and solving their own problems. And you know what? I found that with every relationship I have, not just someone I'm in a relationship with, but like friends and stuff, we get each other when we're face to face. Like, you know, barring like the closest friendships, like. Distance, any actual geographic distance between people makes communication this big issue. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to be able to, like, physically look at or, like, touch somebody to vibe on them and communicate for real. Okay, Do you so remember this when is where racism comes into the place. Okay. Into play, because then it takes it, like, out of just the interpersonal, where that's obviously very true, but then takes it into just, like, structurally, like, the structure is that, for the most part, people live in really segregated communities. So you never actually can reach out and touch a black person if you're a white person or a white person if you're a black person. It's all still very, like, you might brush past each other on the street, but, like, you're not seeing. I mean, like, interacting within vibe distance. Exactly. You're not doing that. And so then it, the fear builds on both sides. And right. it's very tense and well, people start shooting and do you remember when um, white people where I'm from friend of the show, Samia, who Samia, the, the singer. Yeah, of what? course. Yeah. Yeah. So s remember Samia, she this was like back when we were still doing it at Santa New York, but she came on. She said that she was doing that podcast where she was traveling all over America and like talking to yeah, make America relate again. That's right. And she had talked to women like had these really productive discussions with women who are pro yeah, life pro -Trump and pro life yeah yeah and she believed but said that they hadn't said that per se but she was like i think if like they could feel like gen the enough like compassion or whatever in their hearts at the end of that conversation that we had which was so good that if like i needed an abortion they'd be like yes get one no they wouldn't feel and that. they wouldn't but but no. but my point is this that doesn't mean that they didn't like come together and connect. And I think she was mistaking that for agreement. It's not about agreement and a disagreement doesn't mean throwing someone out like that vibing with someone, you know, what I mean? we're a country that doesn't know how to agree to disagree except by like building a wall. I mean, we are and we aren't like we have built a whole country by agreeing to disagree without building a wall. Once we agreed what the contiguous 48 were mm. like once we were like okay this is texas mexico don't fuck with us <laughs> literally at gunpoint we took texas like by treaty that santa Ana signed literally at gunpoint so you know all those famous battles that happened it was really just about us taking more and more space the alamo remember the alamo i mean it was people that like wanted slavery i personally don't the remember inside. the alamo and I, I don't think i ever knew what that was yeah i mean you know what i went and it's a really horribly curated national historical site like it's just like boring like there's nothing going on you can like see where like they like hide the mops in like another room it's like oh i have no sense of like oh these poor w also you know what the energy is like you know what these guys kind of fucking deserved it they were trying to steal all these mexicans land like that's what was happening there it's the same shit that's happening in niger where you know this giant drone base that the united states is trying to build keeps getting attacked of course it does people don't want that shit there it's their land we're there like, let's just be honest about what's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not placing any value on anything anymore. I really am not. I mean, I think that what that's wrong. What do you wrong. mean by that? Like, when I'm, like when moral I'm value. Yes, exactly. I'm just saying that is what's happening. Let's be objective. It's not ISIS. It's that we're actually building bases everywhere. And people are resisting that. So why, why not just let us all be honest so then people aren't psychotic? And then people become psychotic about their own violence because they're so out of touch with the violence that we were talking about people becoming complacent to uh, that we don't even notice that Flint still doesn't have clean water. We're not looking right in front of us. That's violence. Flint is a community that's black. That's why. Like it always comes down to friend of the daddy of the show, Doug. Not dad in the way that like Kurt and Sherrod are dads, no, but, but he's daddy. A, he's a Patreon daddy. He's a Patreon pays. daddy, so he's a daddy who pays. Um, daddy of the show, 
Doug, um, who was also a guest on the show once, and welcome back literally whenever, um, like pointed out, fuck, I lost myself on that one. What were we talking of about? The Daddy Doug of the show pointed out that. about what was uh, Flint about water. Flint, that everything comes down to like black and mm-hmm. white. It really does. I mean, it's not just black and white, but it is like black people have it the worst. That is like just the fundamental truth that we have to like fix. Mm-hmm. And like I did Gnome and Hatem's podcast. What's it called? Uh, n- I was going to say Make America Relate Again. <laughs> uh, um, Live from Life America. Live from America. Yep, yep, yep. My God. Great, that's great, great. so disrespectful. No, 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 no. Great, great, great. We fixed it. We fixed it. <laughs> uh, Live from America. And so Gnome Dwarman, owner of the Comedy Cellar, and Hatem Gabar. Is that his name? Gab. Gabber. Gabber. Um, and, like, one of the things that we talked about was, I'm like, this is crazy. I got The high. length of the sentence. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got high and it's I okay. lost you my talked about again. You talked about what on I the show? I can't remember. We were talking about black, flint, black and white. Everything comes down to black and white. Everything. Black people have it the worst in this country, which is true. That is 100% true, and I literally can't remember what the fuck the point was. Well, well, wellsies. Look who's that was not the heisy one today. That was me. That's a usual. Wow. I, uh, that's crazy. I've been up. I've been working a lot. Did you just pull a white Karen? I white Karen. <laughs> anyway, daddy of the show, Doug, thanks for, like, pointing our, like, head in the right direction consistently because, like, as we're having these conversations, and not to reveal any identifying details, but as we were talking about addiction in the previous conversation that we had like i just like asked so many inappropriate questions about like race and class because i was hearing like the story and just like understanding you you've been to rehab how many times oh that costs a lot of money so i asked a question and it was not the right human question to ask a person (laughs) that's going through addiction lesson learned well i think it just came off I, no, no, no. It didn't come off. I think that in the context of the conversation we were having, it was a defensive-making question where maybe, maybe that's I didn't, I didn't enter it way. the right way. That's exactly true. No, but that was just that was a failure on my part. You're right about that because the way that I asked it put her put him uh, on the defense mm-hmm. like immediately. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean it's I, okay. I don't want to misgender it. I mean, you live and you do whatever. Yeah, but. Um, you know, that is true also. But, like, I also do think that that comes down to literally everything. Like, by her saying, by Michelle Wolf saying, like, Flint still doesn't have clean water. Um, she made it not about politics. She made it about the people. The correspondents who are not covering this mm-hmm. in a way that is encouraging people to care about it. Right. In a way that is not, like... But I don't know how you do this because... It's all corporate media that's there. So, like, obviously, it's not in the corporation's interest to report on Flint because people that are consuming their media don't are care about that. It. Yeah, and we'll or switch a channel. People that do care about it uh, will only uh, consume it if it's free. Mm. Um, and so, like, it's just like they're actually not reporting the news to the people that will click on it but to the people that will click through to ads that are algorithmically targeting them while they're on your site well i put on the news when i'm getting dressed like when i I've, like when i shower i just like do shit and have the news on and if it's I'll change the news. Like, if the news isn't interesting or they go, or it's Rachel Maddow, <laughs> I have I know. All right. So that was a whoopsie. Okay. So anyway, we got to wrap it up. Talking about Flint, blah, blah, blah. We lost you somewhere like five minutes before, but within five, five minutes. Five minutes? No, no, oh no. Within, within. Oh, my within. God. Oh, my good Flint material. <laughs> oh, you're good. We talked about, we solved Flint. Flint, water and Flint. Oh, you guys missed it because it cut off, but we Why does nobody Flint? care? Blah, blah, blah. Dunzo. We have opinions on all the same bullshit everyone else has bullshit opinions on. Well, the media is responsible for Flint, I guess, is where this is all happening. I think we're all responsible for just not being... Like, okay, one thing that that shows... Flint doesn't sell toothpaste, and we're not buying toothpaste from watching Flint. So we're all all fucking Flint. Flint, 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 Flint. Flint? 
Flint, yeah. Flint. <laughs> okay, like marry, fuck, kill. Flint, Flint, Flint. Uh, I'm going to marry Flint because I have a heart and a soul. And a giant boner. I'm going to fuck Flint because <laughs> uh, everyone On else is. And I like to do what everyone else is doing. And then I'm going to kill Flint because uh, nobody will notice because nobody gives a shit. Boom. Exact Nailed same, it. yeah. Um, Answers as you. But I think that, like, this idea that, like, we were, like, off the course because of uh, A, being high, and B, <laughs> uh, having, like, this crazy long conversation that just we are now. It's unmoored us. It has unmoored us, and we should have just talked about Michelle Wolf because there's so much to talk about. Like it was a very rich subject we had with a girl comic. Anyway, we don't have to dwell on the past. It's not a dwellable. We don't need to. It's we Listen, everything that happened was destined to happen because it happened. Does that make sense? When life gives you uncomfortable, unreleasable podcast. You stay until midnight, record another. When you are both exhausted. And, and have to have wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah, whoa, why? I'm pound your fist like we're not Well, you should be looking at uh, your thing. What? Look and see. Let's do this all live. Let's start looking at your Uber. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? I like know, but I'm not ready. I know, I know, but start looking. I still looking. have to pee and stuff. I know, I know, but you start looking. Tell people how much it costs you to do this for them. Wow, okay. You want to put a dollar amount, Daddy? Well, I think, you know what? Why <laughs> okay, not become Uber Daddy? X to home, an Uber X to home, which is <laughs> not what we're doing, would cost me... $51.78. I will not say where I live because that would be uh, an invitation to rape. People but already know. All right. Puel. Puel. People don't know. Is $26.26. The obvious choice. Yeah. Um, the tip I leave is a compliment. Uh, ooh. Because like then. Yeah, here's the thing. Israeli Benjamin Netanyahu literally gave. That was anti-Semitic. What, what, I well, what did you just say? I missed the slur. I said like an Israeli. Well, I mean, hello. <laughs> um, but Benjamin Netanyahu gave literally the craziest speech about Iran. Oh, I saw part of it. It was violent, actually. Oh, you know. Literally. In he the most did what he had to sense. do. It's uh, an existential threat to Israel. I mean, we don't have to get into an Israel hole. Marry, fuck, kill. Um <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi Netanyahu, Netanyahu. <laughs> Netanyahu. <laughs> Um, just kidding. Uh, the obvious answer is KKK. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Ooh, sick it. burn. Karen, Karen, Karen. Sick Jew burn. I mean, it's too soon. Anything is As possible. I always say, I've said it once, I've said it <laughs> 10,000 times. What if I just Holocaust. Wait, wait. Let me just get this one thing out. Holocaust. Okay, continue. What if I became, hear me out. A white nationalist, but just about Jews. Okay, if it's because <laughs> if it's because you love your country and you love being white, then yes. Let me tell you what happened. There's <laughs> there's a guy who I want to have on the show. He's 84 years old. He's I, I vote yes immediately. He's a he's a former U.S. naval aviator. He's of a neighbor course, of mine. Of course, yes, of course. He's super political. Great. He really he describes living in New York City as being in the snake pit. Of Jews. Literally. Wow. Tell him thank you for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but believe he's calling me thin. He was talking about like in terms of like war and he was like Chuck Schumer. He just protects Israel. Jews are 2% of the population, 20% of representation in Congress. You're welcome. <laughs> Who else do you want? <laughs> I want to see you talk to this guy. Um, and I want to see me talk to this guy. He really, he's really anti-Israel, like hard I mean, anti. I can feel his vibe through you and he doesn't like it. <sighs> he's such a surprising person. I mean, like, honestly, everything I said, I was like, ooh, ooh, this is, is th this is anti-Semitism, right? <laughs> I, like, I was like. Here's what I would like to get to the bottom of is is why he has that hatred in his heart towards jews is I it don't a know if he does thing is it a hatred is it like um i don't scapegoating. know scapegoating there we go that's more because to me it doesn't feel hateful i hope he will do it i want to know why jews for a lot of people though because you have a lot of options in this country of people to be mad at there's islam there's anything black or brown, like you know what I mean. So, what's the particular appeal of Jews? Jews are the best, and Jews are not afraid to screw you. So, Jews make a lot of money at whatever so they you do, <laughs> and Jews will screw you. I mean, sure. Well, they'll also screw other Jews, which they do. I, I mean, I've been screwed Jews. It is normalized in the community. 
It's just that Jews will screw other e- members of their family, mm. but also people screw people. It's not also, exclusive Jews have been, to not Jews. Not to point out the obvious, but Jews have been fucked forever. And so I guess adapt or die. Boom. I've been doing my part ever since I found Jews who would fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is a lot of I them. I wish. Okay. <laughs> I gotta find a fuckable Jew. I, my body knows to not fuck a Jew. My body's like, go goy or go home because a Jew will make a weird genetic mishmash of... It's the 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 baby's gonna come out looking like a a helix. <laughs> I like it's everything gonna be twisted. about Jews. I about can't about listen. Jewish it's not men. me. It's my body. It's my body. No, but listen. I mean, like the whole thing about like the way that like the Middle East runs is like that. It's um, you know, like in a in a market, you're like constantly right next to your it's very neighbor. Yes, you're right next to your neighbor. You're like fighting right in front of each other for business. Yeah. So you, you you're constantly like. Pulling shit. You're inventing new ways to steal attention, to draw, ready? to divert resources, whatever. Okay, Mary Fuck Kill. What? Are you ready? I'm listening. Okay. Um, this is the Tom. This is okay, tailored to you. Okay, perfect. The hottest New York Jew. Okay, who is? Um, I don't know who's the hottest New York Jew. Is Anderson Cooper Jewish? No. no. Um, Oof. I don't know. Um, Andy Cohen. I don't know. Yeah, Andy know. Cohen is a Jew. Andy's, you know. Okay, uh, you you fill in the blanks. It's for you. All right, I, I already. The got hottest him. New. Who is it? Um, I I've be I'm seeing a guy. No, he's just like big and hairy and kind of dark, a little Sephardic. So you got it. That's what I meant. Yeah. And like um, a little muscly. You know what I mean? Okay, the hottest Palestinian living in Gaza that you meet there, and you guys are so into each other. Oof. Okay. I mean, ditto into each other for everybody, but you get it. Go. By the way, Palestinians are so hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see like documentaries and stuff. I'm like, why don't we just fuck this problem away? Like, oh, both sides are so hot. Anyway. And the hottest, um, okay, no, this is going to be, it's like they don't come that hot. Um, a, s- a kind of, um, a kind of non-English speaking Slav. Ooh, okay. The hottest. You guys are just fire together. Okay, cool. Got it. Because I know that and they are the hottest and like I feel <laughs> that energy beautiful. with a number of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I am going to fuck the jew um the new york jew the hottest new york jew okay fuck of yeah yeah I'm gonna, fu- gotta I'm, gonna fuck, I'm gonna fuck him a lot um and for a long time too like over a period of time <laughs> uh and then i'm gonna marry the palestinian because you are bleeding heart uh it exactly. bleeds exactly it bleeds yeah and then but also yeah so hot go ahead and like you know, it's just like Arab men. Mm. Uh, we could like fight forever, and then, then you could introduce him to me, and then have like sex, and then, and then so- have soothing sex, sex after he gets <laughs> too yeah, mad. Yeah, soothing. Um, and then I'm gonna kill the Slav because they will <gasps> kill you. They will kill you. I'm That's telling you. True. I walked around Montenegro and Croatia, and I was like, Oh my God, do you want to kill me? <laughs> Please. <laughs> That would be so fucking, on all seriousness, so hot. I know. Honestly, <laughs> what a way to go. You know what I mean? You well, know all what jokes I mean? aside, that'd be really, really, really sexy. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Michelle Wolf really Wait, just... Wait, do I not get a version of this? Do you want... Yeah, I'm going to give you... Okay. Uh, Michelle Wolf really opened me up to this idea that, like, women um, are not all horrible. Oh, so she opened you up to that? Uh, that was her. She did that? Oh, in all in the last, I don't know. Like sorry, three sorry, years. that's so disrespectful of me. I've never ever even thought about it before knowing <laughs> Michelle Wolf's name. <laughs> I want to be really okay, clear. Okay, well, about thank how. you for clarifying. <laughs> that's literally all I wanted to know. All right, um, so I do appreciate it. Uh, okay, what's mine? <laughs> Karen. Um, knowing me as you do. I know. It's buttons. I like to push your buttons. Mm, <laughs> I can tell a nice press is coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I have been thinking about that. Is that's what she did? Well, she pressed buttons. So I'm thinking of the three. All right, a guy who always can press other people's buttons, but still have them like him. Okay, and they're all, is he super hot? I mean, a lot of that's gonna come down to this. Um, a guy 
Wait, this is stupid. I'm trying to be creative like you were, and I'm literally just going to give you... I know it's so hard to be as good as me. Karen, I'm going to give you dyke version. Dikey comic version. Okay, edgy. Wow. Um, okay. Not meaning that the women are dikey. Go just on, like go on. It's dikey because it's all comics. Please do. Um, <laughs> Michelle Wolf. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Huh. But dressed... As a lesbian softball coach. Oh, well, if she's a lesbian softball coach, try and stop me. And Kellyanne Conway, who only stop. ever looks like she looks when the camera cut to her at the White House Correspondence Dinner. Okay, so Right after she pleased. had been <laughs> the butt of a joke about being stuck under a tree. <laughs> okay, um, I would marry Kellyanne. No, no. Okay, I'd marry Kellyanne. In that state. In that state, because that's... Constantly (laughs) self-righteous and indignant. (laughs) Has to be about being stuck under a tree. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, yes, that is so funny. Someone who's always mad about being stuck under a tree that they're not stuck under is the funniest (laughs) relationship (laughs) I can imagine. So, (laughs) as you know, I do things just because they're funny. Uh Um, My life is art. You're I welcome. would marry Kellyanne. Didn't hear that. Assuming it was a compliment. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would fuck. Moment of mm, truth. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Okay. 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 What? Oh, okay. I would obviously fuck Michelle Wolf. I would. Uh, I know she's a runner, so at least we can have that because I'm not dikey enough to tear that ass up proper i guess you know that's so a tight ass if that's a running ass a t- it's a running ass so i'll get into it um michelle's really cute i'm just you know i guess i should be more dyke she looked so good she looked amazing that outfit was fire the side part the curls the, fi- the everything she crushed white house correspondence i gotta say she dressed very trumpy it's a throwback it's all a throwback to the 80s oh good point Big so anyway glamour. that means i would kill sarah sanders here's why you hate her no, I don't hate her. I just don't want to fuck her. And marriage entails fucking too. And I gotta just kind of have priorities here. I think Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kellyanne Conway could get a fucking sense of humor. Literally, like, could I everyone like just probably, chill the fuck out? They probably are funny in person. I'm guessing it's like a like. Here's the thing: Ann Coulter's funny in person and on shows, but. They can't be Kellyanne and Sarah Huckabee Sanders can't be funny ever except privately, and they probably are funny privately. No, they and must if have a lot to say. And if they're keeping their jobs with Trump the way they're keeping them, they've learned you don't laugh at jokes about him. Probably. Oh my God, they'd be fired. Yeah. So right, Kellyanne, I being the loyal bitch she is. <laughs> oh, I said bitch. I'm sorry. All right. Ooh, okay, uh, I have to go. It's I know. Go. I told I you. To book Uber. your shit. All right. Goodbye. This is crazy. We love you, daddies. You can always be a daddy on patreoncom unhireable. We love you so oh, much. Oh shit! It's after midnight. And we'll talk to you again. We're t- I've turned back into a whatever I was before midnight. Okay. I'm not sorry. We talked about what's her name, Michelle Wolf. Why You're would you welcome. be sorry? Because everyone else did. I know. So I know. They. But we're not sorry. You know. We had to. We went too far with an addict. What we do you want us to do? We stay not being sorry. I know. So we had to do it another was too thing soon. that was too extreme. I know. And for now what it here is. we are. Blah. That's fine. That was a really good outro. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>